Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. So when you own SA in the UK, that's one separate business which we covered yesterday. And if you own uh, SA in the European Economic Area, that's a separate business. Okay? They're two different businesses. Uh, and SA, so, so I'm not going to call it SA now, I'm going to call it furniture related, FHLs, yeah? But generally speaking, people call them SA. Furniture related are not a trading business but they get the same reliefs as trading businesses, or most of those reliefs, as long as you meet the, the test, or the, the, the three separate conditions, which I'm gonna share with you right now. Uh, so it's uh, a, a pretty generous system for people. Number one, you have to make the property available for commercial letting for 210 days. That means you have to charge market rent. If Terry wants to rent, uh, his one of his properties to his younger older brother and, and it gives him a 20% discount that doesn't count as commercial letting okay it has to be at full price so you've got to make it available 210 days in the year you have to actually rent it out for 105 days in the year and if you rent it for longer than 31 days in a row and those 31 more than 31 days add up to 100 and this is the bit where people get a bit confused so i'm going to slow down here if those if, if you go over 31 days and you and that adds up to 155 days over the year you're not a, a furnished all day let business so for example i let out a property to tahir for 35 days then terry 35 days in the same day Caroline, 35 days. Okay, Laura, 35 days. Okay, that gets us to 140. And then uh, Fiona, sorry Fiona? Julie. Julie. It's home time, it's home time. <laughs> where, did, where did Fiona come from, Kieran? That's the middle name. Yeah, yeah that takes me over 155 days, yeah? So you, so you do not want to rent out the property for longer than 31 days to anybody, okay? Otherwise, you're gonna be eating into your 155 allowance. This could be one person, it could be five people, it could be 15 people. Does that make sense? Because the whole aim of furnished holiday lets is to do short-term lets. And when you start doing longer-term lets, okay, HMRC will penalize you. Does that make sense? And they penalize you in what price? By losing, what, are you, what do you lose in those cases? You lose everything. <laughs> so no capital allowances. Okay. You can't make. So if you have an investment business, you can't make pension contributions using that income. Uh, whereas if you have a trading business, you can. So you can't make pension contributions. Can't claim capital allowances. Section twenty four affects you. 
okay? Whereas if you have uh, SA or FHL, section 24 doesn't affect you, yeah? And then all the other reliefs like we talked about, I think it was for Caroline, for her mum to convert the property into uh, service accommodation and sell it after two years and claim entrepreneur's relief. You can't claim that. So you lose everything, basically. Okay. So, Charles, just, just to make sure that I understand it correctly, I manage a property on behalf of an investor whose prime um, reason for having it as furnished SA or furnished holiday led is to avoid Section 24. We have a number of bookings that, have re that, that, that request you know, extended stays. Talk me through his scenario. He owns the property. He owns Has the he property. given it to you on a lease? No, I'm managing it. I'm a managing agent. I charge a monthly commission. Okay, fine. So fine. they can, my understanding is That's fine. That's fine. But what if the stays are over 35, um, you know, the 155, let's say that I have one stay, even not five individuals, one stay of five months. He doesn't qualify. He doesn't qualify. If I have five mm -hmm. or 35 different ones, he doesn't qualify. No. That's why you've got to have extra services. So your proper service accommodation and not this service accommodation. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, what does that mean? Yes. So, so when you go to a bed and breakfast yes. or you go to a hotel, they offer you additional services. For example, like breakfast, like concierge, like lunch, dinner, like they give you tools, okay? Yeah. That type of stuff, have, a, have a bar. Yes transport, yeah. all of those additional, I, I, I do have, I have a list for you. Those, if you offer those additional services, then you can argue, this is the bed and breakfast, we just call it SA. Then, then these rules don't apply. Most people don't offer those services. All they do is rent out a property by the night, therefore they have to qualify for these rules. Because if I don't have, if I have all those additional services, but I don't have a planning class for a hotel, does that, is that completely separate? Can I still argue the case if I have a residential? We don't want to go down the route of planning. No, I know, but like, I'm just, I'm lost now. Basically, I'm completely you don't lost. Do yeah, that, that's going to be very different. Because other two questions. If you have somebody staying for 21 days, or, you know. Like, 31, you mean? No, they say 21 or 30. Yeah. And they go away for five days, they come back for another 30 days. Does that count? Problem. It's a problem. So, so that individual in a given year spending more than 31 days. Yeah. So really, so even that one person can't say less than 150, like one person 150 days Sorry? I hear that a lot and I have no observation. Caroline says buy a second SA property and move them in there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Take care, Caroline. Have a safe journey back. Cheers. Bye-bye. Because, I mean, the whole point of some of these essays is because you get long-term rental booking, like with um, so trades and stuff. Unless you're doing these crazy services. Well, you can't have it every way, I'm afraid, Shamla. What do you mean? You can't want to avoid Section 24 and clean capital allowances and have all the, the benefits and, 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 uh, and, and not, not meet the rules because then you're really mm. offering short-term lets. Yeah, okay? I mean, because the whole, when, when I did the essay course, they were saying one of the, the benefits was that, you know, certain places you get trade staying and they're not like every yeah, four days, yeah. they stay for a month or two, that helps, you know, that's what they want long-term yeah. bookings. We have, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you have a poll, and we have, you know, we can move people around if we want to protect somebody's interest or if I want to protect my own property and still be able to access that. But that takes 
a massive amount of planning and knowing exactly what benefits people are trying to to to, to, yeah. to, to, be, to benefit from. But let's keep it simple for now. Let's assume most people that we know don't offer additional services. They have to meet these uh, this test or these. Then there's three tests. The three occupation tests. If they don't meet them, mm. you can't claim uh, all the reliefs. If you can, you get around this by say having um, the mortgage as a furnished let, because most no. people. No. no. So it doesn't require money. Yeah. And also, if you get That's an right. essay or furnished let mortgage, most of them don't allow you to have people stay more than thirty days. That's mm. normally a condition of your mortgage. Yeah, exactly. Because these are the, are the rules. Yeah. What you're trying to do is, you're trying to take, a, not you personally, but mm -hmm. people out there are trying to take advantage of the generous tax rules. Yeah. But at the same time, they want to rent out the properties as though it were an AST yeah. or medium-term. Mm -hmm. You can't have both because that's abusing the rules. Yeah. And everybody who comes on this course here since day one, since 2016, the minute we get onto this, okay, all hell breaks loose. I want people, see, I'm telling you honestly. Well, you've left it to I want, I, I, I'll it last, because. And you fortified yourself with some tea. I, I knew, I knew Joanna was going to get excited, you see, so, okay. But I want people sat here crying. Oh yeah, I'll buy property. No, no, no. I was told this, this, is, a, this is a big, uh, big, big issue, isn't it? That's a huge yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, so you can move them around potentially in different units. I can't give you that advice simply because it's not been tested. Yeah. You could do that. When HMRC come in, they will look at the invoices, the names, the people, the credit card payments, and they'll match them up and say, hold a minute, yeah. you were just doing a bit of teaming and lading and balancing around. If you have a management company yeah. in place, they're not going to... They, they're going to look at your records, not the management company. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no, no. Finance, no. Once they look at her records, they're then say, you're the managing agent. Okay. We're coming to look at your stuff as well. Yeah. It not guaranteed, so. but I've seen that happen. One case leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not here to give you bad news, but I'm just sharing the facts with you, Joanne, okay? okay. Uh, but what if, like, they... They book, but they leave at the weekends, and then you rent to somebody else, and they come back. It's like it's a Monday to Friday. No, you're saying no. it's cumulative for that individual over a given year. Okay. I don't think it's going to work. If you rent to Bob six yeah. times for 31 days or whatever, in total, fine. But if not, then yeah. No, no, no it's not fine. That's it's not, not fine. fine. You've exceeded no. the 155 days No, no, I'm just saying, if he stays at a total for 31 days, it's fine. Or 31 days or less. Yeah, 31 days or less. Yeah. But if he goes beyond 31 days. So 32 days, days or more. No yeah. matter how long in that year. That counts towards yeah. this balance here. So you, then, then you take 32 off here, whatever the balance is, and then you carry that forward in the year. And if you've got other people or the same person staying there and eat into it, if this 155 becomes zero because you've exceeded more than 31 days from any one person, you lose. Um, written in legislation um, because I want to speak to the SA management company I'm speaking to. So. If you type in furnished holiday lets online, yeah. it'll all come up there. Uh, depending on how we get on, if you have a break, I'll, I'll find a few. Okay, thank you. Okay. So the third rule is got to be occupied for 105 days. So when you first start your SA business, we'll call it SA, but it's FHL, okay? When you first start your SA business, uh, these tests for the first year are from the, from the day you bought 
or you started your business for the first 365 days. In the second ta tax year, is tax year to tax year, third, fourth, fifth. When you sell your SA business, it's the last 365 days. That's how you apply the test, okay? First, the start, first 365, when you sell, last 365, in between these, the, the test starts from the 6th of April up until the following 5th of April, okay? The good news for you, Joanna, is you've got something called averaging, okay? Where you can average out the uh, number of days a property was let out for. I'm going to share an example with you. Yes. And you also got something called a period of grace, uh, which buys you one year. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So here, Peter has four SA units. So remember, he's available for letting for 210 days actually let for 105 days okay so property one does it meet the third test yes yes property two does it meet the third test no, no. three no. four no. so only the first one's essay but because we can use averaging we add them all together divide them by four and that gives us 107 does 107 meet the test yes, yes. so this particular person okay is okay mm -hmm. joanna Yes. Are you okay? I am still processing a few things, but yeah. <laughs> the period of grace, basically, is if in one year you don't meet the test, okay, they, they let you off for that particular year, but the previous year and the following year, you have to meet the, the rules. So they, again, they're being very generous, I think, and uh, being very flexible by saying, if in one year you don't meet it, use the period of grace. We can only use it once. Okay, on either side you've got to meet it. Then the following year you meet it, and the year after that, if you don't meet it, you're okay as well. But either side of the, that, the one year of grace, you've got to qualify. Okay? Did they put anything in for COVID? Because obviously nobody was allowed to move in 2020, and 2021 was quite pushing it. So. They, they had some flexibility in the VAT. Just wondered if they had any flexibility in this 105, it had to be let for 105 days because obviously if they shut the country down, you weren't allowed to travel. Yeah, if you didn't meet the rules while lockdown, it was okay. It was okay. They, they didn't, yeah. They didn't penalise you, no. Yeah. And if, you, if, you, if your turnover goes over £85,000, you have to register for VAT. Mm -hmm. If you let out a property for more than 28 days, in a row to the same person, then you don't charge them VAT. Because then it becomes a short-term let, which makes it even more complicated mm -hmm. from your point of view. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, so the VAT is for the management company if they have more than 85,000 or something? That's, mm, no, that's if, if you run it yourself. If you, if you, if you were the entity that runs the holiday, like yeah. that's you fall under the VAT. No, but even if you're managing it. Yeah, but that's different. It's different whether you, as a managing agent... But you've got to pay VAT if you're, yeah, yeah. registered anyway. If you're going over 85,000, yeah. Yes. Okay. If somebody stays in the property for 31 days and then falls ill and has to stay a couple of days extra, then you're okay. This isn't breached. If uh, they miss their flight, for example, 
because they're traveling abroad or they, they came from abroad and they're gonna come back and stay an extra night or two, that doesn't breach the rules either. So you've got a bit, a bit of flexibility so you've there. You've got to document it. I mean, we, we often have people who stay with us for two weeks in between um, completion on the purchase and sale and, you know, Two weeks ten, is fine. Weeks, 10 weeks later, it's still delayed. So as long as we have record of something like this, because we always get no. emails, that's different, yeah? Missing a flight, falling ill is acceptable. Being unable to complete on a property purchase isn't. Mm. Delayed on a new build? No. No. Okay. No. It's got to be an emergency. It may, it's got to be an emergency, yeah. 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 Okay. So, just this is an example for you how it, how it works. Uh, so, property one qualifies year one, qualifies year two, qualifies year three, all, all the way through. Property number two uh, qualifies all five years. Property three in year two doesn't qualify, but because all the other properties qualified, and if you add all the days together, and I've not, not put the numbers here, and the, and the average is more than 105, this qualifies. In year three, property three again doesn't qualify, but because it doesn't qualify, it can use a period of grace, okay? Uh, same again, and it qualifies. So basically, if you've got more than one unit, Joanna, then you're okay because you can use the days from the other properties. The only thing you can't do is the 155. There's no way around that. Yeah, you breach that, you've had it. You lose everything. Yeah, you've had it. For that property? For that property, yeah, yeah. If you've got five foreign shorty let properties, for that property, it, it, it doesn't qualify. The other four, fine. So these are the things, Joanna, you would lose. Section 24, you'd have to pay more tax, okay? You can't use the uh, income towards pension contributions. You can't claim capital allowances. You lose uh, entrepreneur's relief. You have to pay. Uh, you may have to pay national insurance. May have to pay national insurance. Okay, uh, and if you make any losses, you'll be stuck with those until you qualify for service accommodation. Because service accommodation losses can only be used against service accommodation profits. Yeah. So if you only got one property and you lose service uh, financial aid uh, criteria, then until you qualify again, you can't use those losses. There's none of this sideways. No, no side with a loss reef. So if you have two or three really bad years where you don't qualify or you do this and accidentally drop out, yeah. you just have to file your tax return as if it's a residential level. That's right, yeah. And that's going to be painful. Yes. Okay. Because then, if you've accelerated your capital allowances, there's an argument that the year you fall out, you need to do a balancing charge. Mm. And that could be pretty nasty. But then if the next year you fall back in again... Then you can come back in again. You can come back in again and claim yeah. capital allowances. Yeah. But in the year that you have a balancing charge, you'll have a huge tax bill to pay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've had a really bad year because you've fallen out, so, so you, you may not have the income to be able to cover. Yeah. Do commercial conversion sound like a good idea to do to you right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the turnover is within the scope of VAT. Uh, aha. So if you have two businesses in your own name, so let's say uh, Terry has 
a stationary business mm -hmm. and he turns over 50,000 pounds and he has a serviced accommodation business in his own name and turns over 40,000 pounds. Because he's a sole trader, both of those get added together for VAT purposes. Okay, so bear that in mind. Yeah? Okay, the UK that you're on or no? Just for sole traders, right? Yes. Yeah, but so, so if you go over 85,000 pounds, you have to register for VAT. But if you're only doing 40,000 pounds in your, in your service accommodation business and it's in your name, but you have a second business and you're turning over 50,000 there, mm -hmm. individually both those businesses are not Under. reaching the 85,000 rule. But because, because you're a sole trader, you have to add them both together. So going forward, both have to register for VAT. The whole thing is one. That's right, yeah. So let's put them into a company. So here, Joanna, for your benefit, you, those are some of the things that you ought to do. That's the page. Meals, trips out, barbecue facilities, have a, ha, have a website, swimming pool, games and sporting acti activities, welcome pack, personal welcome on arrival, facilities for accommodating pets, facilities for children, that type of stuff, charge for extra services, a bar, okay, gym, a nightclub. And how many do you have to have in total? The ah, good question. Laura, how many of these do, do, do we have to have, do you think, to move from furnished holiday lets to service accommodation? How many of these services do we have to have? Yeah. You said that without moving your lips. You're getting really good. <laughs> the more you have, the safer you are. Yeah? If that's the case, and potentially this is an extra service, isn't it? Is it? Well, and, these, and these, you might not want to, but yeah. So these could be used to get out of that thirty-one, not get out, but you know. Oh no, this will this will get you out of thirty-one. This will because now you're like a hotel. You're like a hotel. So these, everything that I've shared with you in the last half an hour, mm -hmm. you can scrap. Right, so you made a poor girl cry. No, no, no. <laughs> Joanna's made of stern okay. stuff. Yeah. Uh, most people are doing what Joanna's doing without realizing. And when HMRC come knocking, which I think they will do, because in the last... When, when did service accommodation become a thing? 2017? It's only been a few years. 17, it became a thing. Okay. A lot of people are doing SA. And I'm sure someone at HMRC sat there rubbing their hands and waiting. I'm telling you honestly. Thing. Let's give it another one or two years, and we're going to bring in, we're going to bring, bring in a few hundred million pounds in tax. And it took a while for people to start claiming the capital allowances and kind of benefit, and actually disclosing to lend. You know what I mean? Like doing it. That way. It didn't take them a while to start claiming all the interest, though. Even though Section Twenty Four kicked in, mm -hmm. they were talking about that from day one. Do service accommodation, and Section Twenty Four doesn't apply to you. So it's having as much available as possible, Yeah. yeah. having everything documented so any kind of... So that actually brings it, like, from a management perspective, that, that, that adds a massive amount of responsibility that I, you know, yeah. I, I, I take it, guess that most of the companies like mine just don't really know. And I think that the info we're giving on training is like, here is all that's available yeah. without the... Without the actual rules, I yeah. think. So that's, that's, that's really no, important. I suppose the thing is all revolving, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But I look at that and I see that as an opportunity for that's, you. Yeah. yeah. You, nice. can make, you can make a lot more money. And also, you still have people who don't really want to listen. I mean, I've got, I work with people who don't, still are not interested, don't want to hear from me about what they can claim. 
So they actually still kind of, you know, I have a no mortgage or a repayment mortgage with, with a permission to, to run. As a, they're not actually benefiting from what, all that they could. So for them, they don't, you know, that doesn't matter completely. For the rest, and it's knowing your customer and knowing yeah. how I structured for myself, it's making sure that everything is done correctly and doesn't yeah. matter. Julie, you're very quiet for our uh, in-house specialist. I'd like to hear your views. What are you thinking so far? So I saw like where it said facilities for children, so I said to Samuel, so I guess if you provide like a cot or stair gate yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So what At the moment, are you... What, your own website? Is that what that means? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just to help you differentiate. I find it really interesting because I often, we often rent cottages to go away and I just assume they run the holiday next. They are. But... Yeah, but you say that, but when I actually look at what they're providing, you know, personal welcome on arrival, we always have that. We always have, yes, your pets can come. Yeah, well, they are. Because Some of them being put a park in, you know. The they are, but because because they're claiming all this stuff here now, yeah. and the first they let rules are so onerous compared to this, they've moved and they said, sort yeah. that for a game of soldiers. Yeah. 210 days, 105 days, 155 days, yeah. that's onerous, forget that crap. We'll move over here. So <laughs> they have, don't they? They've moved from there to... Proper essay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We've just thought, oh, over the years they've upped. Aren't they nice? Yeah, aren't they aren't good? They're lovely people, but I didn't realise they've done it purely because there's a tax advantage to providing a barbecue in the garden. But actually, it's, it's good for you and you'll go back. Yes, absolutely. And we've yeah. never stayed anywhere. Yeah, everybody everybody benefits. They organise you. No, you you taking them out and about to see sightseeing. But you get that, don't you, when you go out and you excursions and whatever, yeah? Yeah, yeah offer it. You can actually, um, gosh, you know... Have I am keen to hear from you next, Julie, by the way. Have those services, have other people work with other businesses, as long as you're there, mi middle person. Yeah, that's fine. It, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you don't, there's plenty you don't have person who do it, yeah. no. No, yeah. not within company. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You could outsource some of your stuff to uh, Tahir. He'll come over there, give them a massage and fix their bones and all that kind of stuff. He's easy to do that kind of stuff. Easily so, yeah. But it can even be, I suppose, as basic as putting, getting an agreement with a local, I don't know, hairdresser, hair yeah, makeup, makeup person, nail person. Makeup the cat, cat company. flyers in there going, well, if you want your nails done while you're here or... You even better, just put the services up there yeah. and say, just ring, just ring you, for example. And you sort it out for them. If you want a spa yeah. treatment, mm, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we've got a link with this person. Yeah, I would do it as though you're offering the service. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. better. Which is very easily done for yeah. that. Yeah. yeah we, we can, can have it. Yeah. It's a concierge service. You yeah. just phone up, don't block Haircuts, it. 285 pounds, nails <laughs> done for 500. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and lo and behold, after five years, nobody's ever bought anything, Joanna, but you're offering it. But it's there. So basically, there is a notice board or something. There is a leaflet that goes out, part of our, like, guests receive an information. You got it. You got it. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've also got another potential income stream because you've linked in with the local hotel spa where you're going, if all my guests come and I book them in with you, you know, I'll get a 10% commission on that. Please, thank you very much. When you go on holiday or whether in the country or outside to a hotel or whatever, just look at all the things that they do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't do every single thing. You can't have a gym. I appreciate that's going to cost a lot of money. Look at all the things they do and pick all the low-hanging fruit, the things which are going to be cost-effective and not expensive to implement. Implement them all. Mm -hmm. Most people aren't going to use most of this stuff anyway. They just yeah, stay three or four nights, but yeah. you're offering it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Julie? Because I'm interested to hear what you think. 
think it's good, and I think like things like with, I mean, I've got a couple of properties in the Isle of Wight, which is a nice kind of cater for like the top end of the market, so only really people on holiday. But I, I had thought before, but obviously then we had lockdown about doing like the kind of not meals, but offering and connecting up, as you say, like with the restaurants. So, mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, obviously, when you go there, you have to arrive by ferry. Mm -hmm. So if you're coming for the weekend, by the time you get there on Friday evening, the last thing you really want to do is have to go out for dinner or go to the supermarket. So that was, I hadn't done it, but I was thinking about offering that as a service. I think that's a good, yeah. I think there's a lot of requirement for additional. So at the moment, are you offering those additional services or no? No, I'm not. And are you breaching no, that? No, because I typically get people the longest, really, is probably a week. You'll find them, yeah. Just because of the market that yeah. I yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.